Hey, Peaches. Hey, Peaches. Welcome back for another episode of the Let's Talk Peaches podcast, where all humans come to have raw, authentic, respectful, and open conversations about various topics. Nothing is off the table. All topics are welcome. So get ready to dive in and explore the uplifting as well as the extremely uncomfortable. If you're new, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. And if you're a returning peach... Thank you so much for tuning back in. We appreciate that so much. We appreciate that. We appreciate so much, that. <laughs> so much appreciation. For sure. If you could please follow us on Instagram at let's talk underscore peaches. Check our website out. It's letstalkpeaches.com. And while you're there, why don't you subscribe to the newsletter where we give you guys the inside scoop on all of our exclusive content. We've got some fun, exciting things that are coming down the pipeline. And we want to keep you all informed on all things peach life. Yeah, all peach life. Okay. Hello, peaches. Hi, peaches. How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. It is, this is the episode before Halloween, right? Yeah, this is our, technically, our Halloween special. Yeah, I don't know about about you guys, but I love this time of year. Um, I think we've made it abundantly clear that fall is our our favorite season Mm -hmm. of all. We love fall. This is our Halloween extraordinaire. Ours is a Halloween special ish, but like like I know Halloween special. special. But we say that lightly because we would do this topic anyways. It's content that we that we're interested in, regardless of what time of year it is. But we, you know. It's one of our favorite holidays. We wanted to make sure we got something a little, you know, I would say it's mystical. my top, it's my third favorite holiday. Third favorite? Yeah. Wow. What's, what's the order? I enjoy Christmas and Thanksgiving <laughs> a lot. Well, mm-hmm. those are just our very family oriented holidays. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I really enjoy Halloween because it's fun a lot of the times. I don't enjoy like the scary Halloween vibes. I enjoy the like mystical magical halloween vibes like you were you were you were saying something similar in the car a couple of days ago we passed a house that has keep out looks like a murder scene oh yeah and you were like i don't understand that halloween and then we passed by a giant spider on a house and like giant cobwebs and like a a big cat yeah where giant spiders are crawling up a house so seeing decorations (laughs) like that it's like oh halloween haha but then if i (laughs) we passed by this house that had posters hanging up on the wall like a serial killer had been there and it said help and I'm like it's a murder scene I'm like you know that's that can probably happen in real life and that's probably triggering and (laughs) I don't know (laughs) anywho so we're in our new peach pod we're really excited about it we have moved upstairs and out of our fort in the basement and into our mom's craft room (laughs) I know we redid it we we took it over we took it over and cleared it out and made it our own so, so we've christened it with a bottle of wine yep. and are christening it with our first episode. Yeah, so. we're, we're excited. We're excited, and yeah. I think we did a good job. I feel like this is good. I, f- I feel yeah. like I really was like ready to get out, out of, of the out of the fort, yeah. out of the basement. Now we have a window. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how was your day, Nicole? My day? Okay. So I have to say my day job is a little cray at the moment. So we are juggling. Always is. We're juggling a lot of things. And that's that's the only thing. A little, little stressful at work. Just, like, a lot to do. Like, I say stressful lightly because I feel like... It could always be worse. Yeah. It could be worse. Yes, yeah, is exactly what it is. Yeah. So lots going on in the day job. Um, some stuff going on on the side, which, always ex- which is always exciting. But, you know, our plates are getting a little full. So 
there's that. But I don't know. Excited for the holiday coming up. And also, oh, our, our friend John Claude is coming to visit next weekend. And we're excited about that. He's coming from California. So we're going to do a socially distanced, socially distanced gathering outside mm-hmm. with a fire six feet, feet apart. And it should be good. So I'm excited about that. How about you? How was your day? Um, retweet the work stuff. I feel as though everyone can relate to this. The end of the year pick pickup is happening. Like the holiday time, the fall time, the themey times, you know, Thanksgiving. It really picks up towards the end. So that rush is starting to happen. I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate to the work craziness, the vibes that are happening. Things are starting to pick up. But overall, I'm feeling good. I've I'm excited to be in the peach pod. It makes me feel more official. It makes me feel more on top of my game. Um, I'm excited to be sitting here and recording because it is something that I love to do. It is something I have the privilege of sitting here and doing something that makes me excited and talking to people, new people every day. And I am excited about that. So it's like kind of like I'm in this show gratification for what I love and what I'm excited about and all of the things. Yes. So... It's almost Halloween, and so we wanted to make sure we got into the spirit and did something a little bit festive. As we said, we would do this topic anyways, but, you know, it's almost Halloween, so let's roll with it. So our special guest this week, her name is Anyel. First of all, what a beautiful name, mm-hmm. Anyel. Mm-hmm. And, Anyel Reed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was recommended to us by our friends at Witch With Me. Shout out to Megan Lou. We did our Let's Talk Witches episode with both of them, so if you haven't... With Megan Lou, yeah. If you haven't checked that out yet... Um, definitely do so. So on Yell, she is a witch, a medium, and I believe she's a psychic as well. She gives readings. She has created her own oracle deck. She has a podcast, a YouTube channel. So mostly if, under the the title Magic Magic M A G I C K and Mediums. So well, she'll get she'll give us all yeah. the well, but it's under Magic and Mediums. Yeah, so predominantly. If uh, after this episode you have more questions or you just want to f- give uh, give Aniel a follow and learn more about what she's all about, then definitely go check out all of her platforms because she has a plethora of content and places that you can go to learn more about her. So definitely, you know, get excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. So we're going to just be talking about all of the, all the woo-woo that she has to offer and... Um, yeah, have a little, have a little holiday, holiday, Halloween, spooky, <laughs> holiday, Halloween, spooky fun vibes. Yeah. Okay. So peaches, we're going to, uh, it's time to bring in Anya. Yeah, we're going to bring in Anya. Get excited. Yeah. And also, I hope it's not too spooky. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're um, recording this at night. So Lindsay's a little, a little, a little tidbit about me before we bring her in. I have a hard time sleeping after watching the Long Island Medium. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with Anya. BRB. Hi, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. We're welcoming Anya to the Peach stage. Mm-hmm. So you want to say hello? Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so we like to begin by asking, like, what's up, Peach? How's Just your, getting a, how's your like day? Just getting a gut check-in. How is your how's day? How's your week going? How's everything going? It was good. I mean, the most stressful thing was 
trying to understand a crochet pattern today. Oh, not bad. So my life is going really well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's all we can ask for. You know what? I'm so proud of myself because I just realized that I did have an annoyance at um, USPS today. Mm. But when you asked me, I totally forgot about it. So go me on releasing that. Yeah, yes, for sure. It letting it into the world. Oh, I love place. that. I love that. What are, but I'm so curious. What are you crocheting? I am making a cardigan. Yes. Yay. Oh my God. I love myself a cardigan. We had a small stint of crocheting. I made this shirt as well. No, oh you didn't. Gosh. Oh my God. I you did. Yeah. yeah. I busted out for you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Flattered. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? We gave a little, a mini, you know, bio before we brought you in, mm-hmm. but I'm sure. You'll yeah, tell. you can introduce yourself yeah. better than we can what introduce you. Well, my name is Anyal Reed. I'm the creator of the Magic and Mediums Oracle um, and also the podcast. And I define myself, you can say, just as a real witch. And I'm also a psychic medium at night. But by day, I have my typical muggle job. So, you know, I'm a witch in the real world. Yes. <laughs> awesome. what's, your, what's your muggle job? It's insurance. I love it. Yeah, so it's just insurance, <laughs> admin, as, as muggle as you can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I guess a good question to start would be, what is magic? And what's the difference between magic, with, magic with and magic with a C K and magic with the K? Yeah. Well, magic with a C is traditionally like illusion magic that's on the streets. Mm-hmm. So doing card tricks and pulling rabbits out of a hat, that's spelled with, you know, just the C. And then magic with a K is just manipulating energy to really your will. Um, And Aleister Crowley, I think, was the main person who was known to really spell it with a K. Um, So really, if this is a good way to know who actually does magic, because someone who doesn't will obviously tell you, oh, that's misspelled. But if they don't, then you're like, that's a little hidden thing you've got going Mm. on. But yeah, so magic is really more of the the actual Uh doing, making real changes versus magic with a C is illusionary. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, Mm -hmm. that's very different. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) very different. How how long have you been practicing magic? Consciously as as this is a word and this is what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and knowing that that's what I was doing. um, I would say, how old am I? Uh, less than a decade. Wow. I feel like all of us are doing magic, but we only, until you come into your teens, it's like you're able to grasp like, oh, occult means this and psychic means mm-hmm. this. So yeah, consciously is very recently. Like I just recently found out that like you can get paid to be a channel. Like so many things I think I was doing as a young kid, I didn't know that like it could even be a job. hmm or was a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very recently. And what are the different, what are your different practices? In terms of manifestation? Yeah, I mean, I guess like in terms of just... Are you asking her, are we asking like what her, what she practices or what she offers? What do you want? What do you want? What are we asking? Can we say both? Yeah, I'm whatever you want. Um, yeah, so in terms <laughs> of uh, practices. So I'm very eclectic and that's something... I don't think I'm a prideful person, but that's one thing I'm just like pretty proud of. Mm. Um, there you go. Yeah. Own it, girl. Um, so I think it all depends on what I want to achieve and where I find myself. So like 
earlier when I was just discovering that magic was a thing, it would be like candle magic um, or like vision board or scripting. Um, And then I moved on to working with goddesses, then doing different kriyas um, and just like, I guess you could say orc manipulation. So it's, yeah, kind of runs the whole smorgasbord of magical modalities. And then in terms of different practices, if it's like things I offer, um, I do tapping as a sort of spell work healing, then traditional candle magic. Um, I wouldn't say remote viewing because it's very like, I don't really like to intend to do that, but that's something I can do. Um, And of course, psychic mediumistic channeling. I think the first question is, can you, I know that magic, practicing witchcraft and all of those things is something, or I shouldn't say I know, but I believe it to be that like anyone can really pick that up. Anybody can decide that they want to start practicing witchcraft and practice it and become better at it. Is the, is it the same way with psychic and medium abilities and channeling and things of that nature? Or is that more something that is a gift that you're born with? Um, I'm a very open person and that kind of ties in with what I was saying before with like, I'm kind of proud of myself for being eclectic because I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the person who's going to say like, you have to come from the specific lineage and come from this land to be able to speak with the divine and channel the divine. So Mm -hmm. I will say that if you have an inkling to do it, then you can do it. And that I think that that even thought itself is kind of telling you, oh, maybe I can do it just to be able Mm -hmm. to think of it means that it's somewhere in your realm. So Mm -hmm. I think that anyone can do it. I think that if you want to start doing it, the best things to do would be to abstain from any drug of any kind so that you can really channel positive and know that like you're channeling, you don't want to be distracted. So if you Mm want to start um, people who like are like, you know, I want to try, I would say that you have to do other things too to kind of prepare you to be the quote unquote best channel or become a better channel, which would be obviously if you're a channel, you want to be kind of a clean channel. So keep up with mm-hmm. your health. I know people don't want to say that, but I mean, it all, it all goes hand in hand, like drink yeah. water, exercise, listen to positive music. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's some things mm-hmm. you can do to become better, but I think anybody can do it. What was it like that first time that you channeled or that you were like, this is from a different, yeah, different place. We were on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, so I was doing it before unconsciously. Ah. Um, And so that kind of just feels like, I guess the most appropriate phrase would be when you're like in the zone. So like you're, you're like an empty channel and things are just flowing and you're not thinking of anything. You're just so in the flow, in the zone. That's really what it feels like. It feels a, a huge sense of being present the, the first couple of times. And then afterwards, it becomes, it depends on who or what you're channeling because those have a different energetic signature that you could feel. Mm. And do you, like, what do you see or f- hear or feel? What's the experience like yeah. when you... If you can put it into words. If you can, yeah. Um. So it. I like to say that channeling is a willful possession. So with any 
thing that you're channeling, you're really sort of like in the back watching someone just like talk. So for me, it's relaxing. Um, And I choose to channel like just what I deem to be the the high. Okay. I was going to say I choose to channel like positive, only positive energies, but it all depends on the reading. I'm just like, whatever is going to serve that person of their highest good. Then like, if I need to express mm-hmm. something that's not like an angel or something, then I could feel other energies, but it feels just like a, a very intimate experience. I don't know if you've ever like, if you're with someone and you like feel them like you are so close, like how you guys were like, we're so in tune. Mm. Like it's like you really feel let's say you have a friend and they feel sad and then you start to feel sad. It's that kind of feeling where this intense, intimate connection. Do you ever get messages from your loved ones or I'm assuming that you can turn it off and on? I don't know if you follow the Elevate the Globe people on on social but I remember I was listening to a podcast of theirs and they said if you are like feeling a spirit or an energy that you're not ready to face or like you don't want that in the room or in your space or in your vibe at all you can a there was like a few things they said you can put you can imagine like a mirror facing away from you so it's like deflecting um or you can just like simply ask it to leave and it you know typically it being like it he or she or whatever spirit spirit to leave and it typically um abides by your wishes like it's not necessarily it's typically not an evasive situation like like the movies portray or like (laughs) like those halloween movies portray sometimes or paranormal activity like it's typically like they're very respectful in the sense of like if you ask to ask it to leave it it will it will leave you alone um yeah do you find do you find that to be true I find that to be true for myself, but I will say that I do do readings for people who question if they've been cursed or if this place is haunted, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's going to, this explanation is going to circle back to what I was saying earlier as to the importance of making sure that you are a a clear channel. Um, Because the people that have come to me feeling like maybe I'm cursed, maybe this place is haunted, usually they're in kind of darker energy places where there's drugs, where there's violence, where they themselves aren't leaving the situation. Like you had mentioned to yourself, if you just say, please go, then yeah, they will go. But they're in a place in their lives where even saying no, saying go, they find difficult to do. They don't Mm. believe in their power of if I say no, it actually works. Mm -hmm. So in my life for myself and for people that are you know, fully functioning and in a good, healthy place, then yes, that that is absolutely true. But some people, I just don't want to say yes in all cases, because some people do find themselves in situations where their no isn't a strong no. Mm, And so it doesn't work for them. Mm -hmm. Do you find that a lot of when you like schedule readings, are are they predominantly medium readings or psychic readings? Or are they a mixture of all of the the above it's really a mix um and i do mine by time so like either 30 or 60 minutes mm-hmm. and it also depends on the person and what they're ready for so um like i did like a book con and that was like just three days back to back people reading so you get to see 
so many different kinds of people. And you'll note that some people there, they've had readings before. They are open to mediumship. They're expecting, you know, the spirit of their grandmother to come through. And mm-hmm. so they have these like amazing, they're crying experiences versus some other people where they're like, maybe not wanting that. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to have these huge, like we're just feeling all of these energies. Like it just comes across a little differently depending upon the person, I will say. But, um, and it all depends on what they need. Some people you'll find they, they kind of maybe want someone to come through, but what they want isn't what they need. So what they need will come through, which will be like a very harsh, like, your boyfriend's cheating on you. We've told you three times and that's what they're going to get versus like, you know, a lovely ghost saying, give him another try, you know? Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. We hear that a lot. You get what you need, not what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good sort of life motto to go by. And also going into it being open, Mm -hmm. you know, being open. I like to go into a lot of readings being like, I want to just know what the universe needs, what I need to hear, not necessarily what I want to hear. And I, I like, I like going into readings like Without that. Without an agenda. Without an agenda. Yeah. yeah. Do you get, do you get readings? Yeah. Um, I mean, I read for myself and mm-hmm. if I ever have these moments too, where I'm like, like I have my favorite readers, I have my favorite healers. So mm-hmm. I'll go to them if I like really feel like, you know, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you tend to practice a lot on? on the day-to-day do you do a lot of tarot because I'm an author I am like writing a deck right now so I don't really like go into like really doing full spreads and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. um and like I said the most difficult thing in my life thank god is looking at crochet patterns so it's not (laughs) like I like have tons of questions on a daily basis I do really enjoy though um I don't speak Russian, so I don't know the name of the deck, but I um, am kind of obsessed with this Russian deck. And so I just go on their website, you know how like you can do pick a cards. And I've Mm -hmm. been doing that just for like fun from this particular like Russian gods um, deck. And that's the most I do is like a daily card pull. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. nice. I feel like everyone's a little different because you say that. And then when we talked with Meg, uh, like couple, a couple, almost like I don't know how it's like a couple months ago. Oh my goodness! But she was like, I pull tarot all day, every day. Like, what do I want for lunch? Pull a tarot card. <laughs> like, it's crazy. So every, everyone's kind of like on a sliding scale. The other question that I was going to ask was about you. You've developed your own oracle deck, yeah, and you're yeah. also developing a tarot get a tarot deck. Uh, another oracle. Another Not oracle deck. Oracles. What, <laughs> what's, a, what's the difference between an oracle deck and a tarot deck? Uh, well, a tarot deck, usually what you'll find is uh, a, like 70-something cards that are based off of the Rider-Waite-Smith system. So it's very structured. You have to have the specific amount of cards, the specific amount of suits and characters within the deck. Versus an oracle, it's pretty much just like, here are some cards, use them for divination however you want. We have a theme and, you know, some are 33 cards, some are 45. And um, I just feel that oracles have a bit more diversity in its actual structure because it's not restricted to, you know, the RWS or the Thoth system, which are the two main systems you'll find in tarot. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you want to go into a little bit about what it was like making your oracle deck and about... The theme of your Oracle deck and all of the goodies in there. It was a lot of fun. It was very transformative. Mm -hmm. Um, 
just able to kind of understand energies in a very specific way. So um, earlier you had asked about like, how do I, I guess work with the cards? And so I do do a card pull, but I also use cards um, in magic and just like setting a card out, either if it's in a grid or I just put it out if I want those energies to come into my life. So I have like my like queen of cups is like queen of coins like out because I want those in my life. So when I was making the Oracle deck, it's like if I had a specific card that I was working on, then those energies would be in my life like while I was working on it. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting to to see the magic come alive kind of in my life. Um, wow. And it was just a really great learning process. Like I never had to learn about imports and exports and what are our laws with China? Like Mm -hmm. doing a deck, I had to learn about that sort of international trade and that sort of thing that I never had to before. Yeah. That's so interesting. Opens up a whole new world of like of of the the business corporate world. Mm -hmm. Did you draw all of the artwork on the cards? No, mm. I commissioned it. Um, there's a thing on Instagram called Inktober. And oh. every October, like really great artists just do like witchy art. Ooh. So yeah, it's the best. So I found... Um, Is that happening this- now? Yeah, it's October. Yeah, yeah. You can just, just do the hashtag Inktober. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Share some of that. <laughs> so I found the artist off of that and she did the art for my podcast and I just loved it. And then I was like, we should do an Oracle deck. And it just happened so seamlessly. Yeah. So yeah, I would give her like just writing prompts. I'd meditate and see an image and I would tell her, I saw this, draw it. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think that's almost like, yeah, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. that. That's like a very intuitive, like meant to be. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is how I was feeling. And then you just kind of give her the thing and then whatever that was. Like m- what you're being called to put in, to put into the world. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. Is there a specific theme to the deck? Yeah. So very specific um, was I knew that I wanted it to be the Magic and Mediums Oracle deck. And mm-hmm. I wanted to have each card really teach people a different magical method and introduce them to magical beings. Um so yeah, that was pretty much the the point. But then I allowed it to breathe a little bit. So I knew maybe, okay, I want to have a kitchen magic card. But then throughout the Kickstarter process, I said, like, oh, if you want to pay an extra amount, you can be in the deck or oh, you wow. can say, I want this card. So I allowed it to kind of become its own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a lot of the times it's a little bit more like magical that way if you will mm-hmm. and like it takes on its own its own form and you're kind of just the accelerator of it you know yeah. you're like the boat yeah. that it sails on <laughs> yeah. the surfboard that it I don't know <laughs> but it, it took pretty much nine months so I just call it my baby oh uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah there you go mm-hmm. how many cards are in the deck uh there's 45 I think that's actually pretty quick nine months for 45 cards I think that was yeah. um I work. I do graphic design, so I feel like I feel like you churn and burned. Mm-hmm. It takes a long yeah, time to very, make some stuff. It's very intense. Yeah. The whole process from like when we had the Kickstarter, because um, we just had to do like you know maybe like five more cards from the people who wanted to be in it. Uh, it yeah. was literally a year from like I have this idea, 
until it was like in my hands to send to people. Oh, isn't that the best feeling? Isn't that like yeah. just like the most the the like like the payoff mm-hmm. of like it was in my head, it was in my heart, and now it's in my hands mm-hmm. and people want it. Mm-hmm. That's the be- like the best feeling in the entire world. So another question we had was um what have your abilities or how have your abilities brought peace and healing to the universe? Would you say? Hmm. Yeah, so I think tuning into my quote unquote abilities raises my vibration and allows me to be my most authentic self, which mm-hmm. brings peace into the world. There you go. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. That just really resonated with me. If you are yourself, your most authentic self, and you're putting that into the world, it's going to ripple out to others. And hopefully, every if everybody were to do that, that'd be awesome. And also, like, and you weren't to get judgment for being yourself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. also really important, too. Be who you want to be without fear of what other people are thinking and let people be who they want to be with, without judging them. I think that mm-hmm. is a lovely world. Hopefully, if you're, like, your authentic self is your best self. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so, it's a lot harder than it, you know, we give it credit for to be your, oh, your yeah. authentic self because... You have to be honest. I mean, being honest with yourself is hard. Um, Why am I doing what I'm doing? Do I really love doing what I'm doing? Um, Why am I doing it? All of these, like, all of these, like, hard questions to ask and then never mind give honest answers, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like being in tune with this higher power has helped you be more honest with yourself? Oh, yeah. Um, I I actually did... um, a video training for Witch With Me about mediumship and channeling. And one of the advantages is really helping in your actual evolution. So actually doing this, um, and it's just like meditation. It changes your DNA. It heals you on a cellular level. So having to raise my vibration in order to share these messages, um, allowing myself to kind of become a vessel for different energies really changed me like, you know, on a cellular level again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. If we ever get a reading, or even like like last week we had our birth charts read, that was a very validating experience. Astrology is a bit different, but it's just the things that come to you or the things that are said, you hear them and it makes you think about, do I resonate with that? Do I connect with that? Or if you pull a certain card, that means a certain thing and you can, you know, what's your gut reaction? I was watching a show one time and this girl gave a reading to someone and the the person who got the reading did the exact opposite of what the reading th- was telling them to do. And then that person came back to the reading and was like, the deck was wrong. And she's like, no, the deck gave you what you needed in order to do the successful thing. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. what's upfront accurate, but like what is going to lead you to right a better thing. understanding of what you need. So I think that's really, that w- I was like, I love that. Yeah. What sort of experiences have you seen from, like, maybe your clients of... Rewarding experience that you've had with a a client doing what you do? Rewarding. I I guess those moments where people get to interact with... It's mainly grandmas um, who come through. And I think that that's really healing because they get to feel that energy. So even if I do it digitally, video, they still 
get to feel as if that person is is there and that's really healing to be a part of that really sacred space and help to I guess create and or maintain that space mm-hmm. um just knowing that at the end I think also that they feel not so alone because it's a very intimate experience when I mean I am to for the first time, I'm. It's going to be my first time speaking with them in person, and I'm pretty much telling them their whole life. Mm. And then they're able to be seen in a non-judgmental way. And I think that watching them know that who they are and the, you know, issues that they're facing doesn't make them a bad person, um, is really nice to to witness someone just. Like, for instance, I've had people who were like victims of sexual abuse, child abuse, and that just comes in so fast. And that's kind really? of like, you know, a weird thing to talk to somebody about when you first right. meet them. Like, hi, my name's Danielle. I'm hearing that you've been abused, you know, and we're like, go into it. And it's just kind of nice that afterwards they are able to kind of let a lot of that go because yeah. they feel like they can't talk about that with like, you know a non-reader or Mm -hmm. someone in their circle. Yeah. The fact that you're able to take away and help people process, not take away necessarily, but help people process those events, those traumas. That was one amazing thing. And then also you're connecting them with their loved ones. You're able to bridge that conversation. You're able to bridge that communication and that all of those emotions. That's so magic. Like that's so magical with a K, (laughs) you know, I have one that's really, it's not like so moving, but I thought that it was pretty cool because I had a reading with someone who Like, if you looked at her, you would never think that she had any, like, mixed lineage in her life. Mm. And um, she wanted to connect with her ancestors. And I just kept on hearing German. And Mm. I was like, there's just this German guy. And we're (laughs) in, like, a submarine. Like, it's a war, blah, blah, blah. And then she was just like, wow, that confirmed for me. Like, I haven't really told anybody. But my grandma just told me that, like, there was some hidden affair with some guy in a war and like he had to hide that he had like a black child, whatever. So she's from that line. And she was like, you know, we didn't know if it was true, but that, you know, kind of confirmed that for her. So that was pretty cool just to be part of that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I love that. Do you deal with or have you dealt ever with skeptics? Um, Once one t- oh actually two times so one time was at um bookcon and this is very interesting because the skeptics are both male so i just find from my experience women are you know just more open to this mm-hmm. but um it was at bookcon and the first thing i told him was like oh i see you in scotland and you know there's all of the- i was like just really detailing everything and he was like oh you must have been really lucky because I'm reading this Scottish book right now and so right when like he gave me that skepticism I was like I don't even feel like reading for you anymore so everything I was saying even though like obviously I was connecting with him through that first thing that I said um even when I said other things that were relevant he like said no like he wasn't drawing the two. It was either you're lucky or you're not hitting it exactly on the head. So, mm-hmm. you know. And then another time I was at a party and it was another guy and I was telling him something like everything was like being validated. And he was just like, 
no, really, how do you do this? And like, <laughs> and so I had my business cards like at the party. And then afterwards, like he was texting me like, no, but really, like, did someone tell you, like, oh I don't understand. I need to know. And I was like, I'm a psychic. <laughs> you're like, he, literally, I, like, don't, I can't. I don't even, understand what I you're can't. not understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get what you're not getting. No, but really, how there's did you no, do it? There's no wire. Like I don't. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like awesome. even, he was he was moved enough, but he still couldn't. He still wouldn't yeah. compute. I feel like that would be our dad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so fun little story about our dad. There's for sure a, some sort of spirit or something in my childhood bedroom <laughs> down the hall. I've actually, do you feel like it's there anymore? I haven't been feeling it as much. I haven't been feeling it either. But I feel like at one point there was. And we say that now and then tonight. Well, I know, right? <laughs> I, and I remember I was feeling it a lot. And then there was, I remember being like, do you ever? Do you ever feel like someone? Feel like maybe, and you were like, "Oh no, for sure." (laughs) And I was like, "Cool, (laughs) I'm not alone in this." Um, And then we went into like we were chatting with our parents, and we mentioned I was like, "Dad, there's for sure some sort of spirit or ghost in in my room." And he's like, "I didn't raise weirdos. What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Thanks, Dad." What? <laughs> crickets dad crickets towards what you just said so i feel like that would be him he would be the one that like if you said all of the right things he would still be like but like, but like on well, google looking up what what yeah like popping up you know figuring trying to, trying to figure out the science but like where the wire was <laughs> for sure but i feel like in the last couple of months yeah it hasn't been there yeah or maybe we've just been, I also feel like we've, we've just been distracted and really busy. And I feel mm. like that could also play into it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, you get the feeling, there's just like a feeling that something's there. I don't know what yeah. it is. I've never seen anything per se, Mm-mm. but it's just kind of like, there's a feeling that something is there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Do you talk to a lot of animals? So I guess like animals will come through for certain people in the beginning to be like, this is, you know, your spirit animal. And then I'll be like, this is coming through as a sign. You need to look up the meaning of this animal. But throughout, I haven't had really like animals for people in the longest time. Um, Like as like talking and coming through, I've had different sorts of life forms that aren't human, but not animals as much. Hmm. What's yeah. it what's it like to get like a non-life a non-human Human life, life form come in. through? I mean it all depends. Um it's just like every other, I guess. Um there's like different interdimensional beings like um of course I, I mentioned angels already. So sometimes different goddesses will come through. Um just different guides that people have. So so most of the time there are people who've lived um, and are just on another side of the veil. Um, there's, I guess, beings from the Fey world will come through that I wouldn't really even know the name because they look a little different from what I've seen before. So I've seen sort of like brownie creatures, sort of like very typical, like Tinkerbell looking, um, sometimes like very cartoony sort of characters come through. Um mermaid sort of but that you could say that's sort of still fey yeah um it feels just like every other you can say i think every 
spirit being, every person has their own sort of energetic marker. So I think I'm used to just, you know, being focusing on that. Different. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so far, unless I'm doing what I like to do for fun <laughs> with some friends is kind of sort of open it up to see if a, there is something is a conspiracy or not. So like mm. months and months ago, um, me and my friend wanted to find out more about COVID. So that was interesting to kind of like do a session and see different energies with that. Oh my or, God. What was another fun thing we did? No way. You oh. have to tell us what you discovered about the COVID. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it was like a long, long time ago. Well, because we've been, it, cause we've been like... in this for like, we've been in this. <laughs> it's been a long, long time ago because we've been in this since March. It's been almost a year. So like, I really wouldn't even know I actually recorded it and sent it to myself like if I needed a timestamp to be like look I know but um it was right around the time before the oil prices like went drastically down and I was still at work um so around that time and I think it was me and my friend and we were just like well what is this and first came about actually like sort of channeling the actual virus, you could say, which is very interesting. Um, it was all about, <laughs> it was a little dark, so I, I didn't imagine. do it for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main messages that we got were from that virus, and then an angel came through later. And it was really talking about just the love of, like, uncleanliness was what was coming through from the virus and actual feeding on fear. So it was coming through as an attachment, but also, I guess, just a typical virus, like viruses and certain sicknesses, dis-ease, you know, like disgust. They like fear. They like sadness. They like dark places. So it was very typical. Like, I say typical because it's like, oh, you know, if you've channeled a virus before, it was typical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was, it was like, you know, what you would expect. Um, and then afterwards, the angel was coming through talking to us about like oil. Um, mm. And that's why I mentioned like, oh, the oil prices like went down a little bit afterwards because I was like, oh, yes, she's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Validation. Yeah. And um, the virus was telling us more about its actual like structure which it wasn't released. So it was very interesting because I remember something I was talking about like I guess it's like wrapped in fat or something. It was like going on about the structure and we didn't know, but I was recording it. And then afterwards it came out about like really more about the virus. And I was like, it's exactly what he said it was or Mm -hmm. it said it was. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like groundbreaking. I wasn't looking to like solve the mysteries of the world. Um, And with this too, I will say like, I don't like to do, like, have I been cursed anymore or go into, like, conspiracies? Like, you'll find people who, like, love that stuff. Yeah. And they, like, yeah, um, and do the sort of celebrity readings and, like, what's going on? Like, reptilian, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, I don't want to go down there and, like, you know, voluntarily do that if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't ask, you know, groundbreaking questions. That's Okay. I wouldn't either. If I were to encounter the coronavirus in a spiritual form, I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go away. 
like put up the mirror. <laughs> I'm deflect. Done. Deflect. Deflect. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll stay here with my Clorox wipe. Thanks. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I notice, like with my friends who do like healing and like also are psychics and whatever else, like. When we talk about our astral experiences, you would think we're like such badasses and like, you know, but then in, like, like when we do our healings, we're like, oh, and this demon came and then this virus and then that. And then I said this. But then in real life, we're like scared to talk to our bosses. Like, it's just like, <laughs> what's happening? Where's the disconnect here? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit of the vice versa. I'm not afraid to talk to my boss. I'm not afraid to ask for what I need to in real life to a real human or to a, sub- a seemingly real human. <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> but anytime anything, anytime any, because I, I told our listeners this before before we brought you in, uh, I have a hard time sleeping after watching like a show like The Long Island oh. Medium. Oh, Really? which is really happy it's not necessarily really happy but it's not a scary show I think it's because I like buy into it so much and I start thinking about it and then I'm like oh my god I can't I can't it's too overwhelming <laughs> I'm not here for it not yet like I'm here for it because it's so interesting but like I'm not here for it right now you know mm. what I mean I'm not ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah like scary stuff I can't watch before bed where mm-hmm. it's like Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. like vampire stuff i don't that kind of scares me do you think that stuff is real i don't know if that's in oh, your oh. <gasps> oh. <laughs> have you ever oh, have you ever come across one do they are they walking among us as they say in tv would you say or would you guess or do you know well okay so i'll answer that and i'll also address something else so in terms of that I, my answer will be anything's possible um but i will also say that I actually haven't seen a vampire. But if we're going to talk about energy draining, then yes, that's almost obvious that, of course, there are people who leech off of other people's energy and that's their substance. There are attachments. So and from that standpoint, if we're just saying vampire suck off the life force, they take energy. Yes. And I'm not even talking in terms of like, this per can this person's a horrible person. Like, you know, Becky gets off on me like crying. Like I'm talking about like really energetically that gets them off, makes them happy, like, you know, it's their food. That's very real. But in terms of like if we're gonna talk about vampire that looks like a CW vampire, mm. I haven't <laughs> seen that. But I have seen reptilian before. I've seen well, that was the only thing that was like, whoa, in real life that I was like, Okay, kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Jen. So if I've seen a reptilian, if I've seen Jen, I just feel like, you know, what's next? Vampire? What's a what's a Jen? Jen is J-I-N-N. Okay. Is known and there's also a really great series on Netflix. Okay. And really good about <laughs> it too. And Jen are pretty much shadow beings that are really known about in the Arabic world that can possess people that also can be used by magicians to almost act as a servitor and servitor kind of like does a dark magician's bidding. Um, So just dark shadowy beings. But I mean, of course we can't group all beings into one and say all are bad, but overall um, (laughs) they kind of go between 3d and 4d and, a lot of people, if you talk with other psychics and mediums, 
most of us have had this experience when we were young where we would see dark shadowy figures um and that's they usually come to like psychic kids i don't know i just found that as something interesting yeah so that's what they are <laughs> okay and uh what was what's the story of so you like you saw what with the reptilian when you saw in real life in yeah that IRL. Was, what was that like um, it wasn't <laughs> i'm like nerd um, it was late at night. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like nervous. Before we sat down to record this, I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous that we're recording this at night. <laughs> I won't make it scary. It wasn't scary at all. Okay, um, but it was late at night, and I was, <laughs> and I was with my friend, and we were in New York City. We were just two gals living it up, walking the streets at night, feeling great. And we decided, as drunk girls do late at night, let's walk into this psychic shop and get a reading. So we went into this place and the lady was the typical, like if you've ever been to a storefront psychic place, she was the stereotypical, unfortunately, stereotypical storefront psychic who's like, Gives you, you know, a couple of validating things in the beginning because she really like, you know, knows her stuff and then goes in with like, oh, but you also have an attachment. So she was doing that to my friend. And at the time I was really into like crystal healing and not for pay or anything. Um, and she was like saying, oh, you have this attachment, whatever. And, you know, kind of starting to small fee of $500. Exactly. She was getting ready to say that. And Mm -hmm. she was going in that direction. And I was talking to her kind of like, you know, whispering, like, I could just do that for you. Mm-hmm. And she, well, whatever it was, <laughs> turned straight at me and the head was like, was not her head. It was like a reptilian head. And me and my friend, I, it all seems a blur, but me and my friend just like ran out of there. She starts crying and I was like, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> the, you, you, the psychic turned? Yes. The psychic turned around? Yes. <gasps> okay. Can you tell me Wait, where, where in New York? Go? Where, where, <laughs> from, where from New York? We were somewhere upper New York. I don't remember exactly. Okay. Oh my god. Not late, but uh, like the time has anything to do with it. But um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But anyways, a question that I did have was: Do you find like when you tune in, something always comes through, or do have you ever had a session where something hasn't come through? So, um, actually, only one time. And I was at, I was doing readings at, oh, so much fun. It was a Halloween night at a gay bar and it was a woman. Yeah. So everybody's like, you know, drinking, having fun, Mm -hmm. whatever else. And so one lady, I think she was like on Coke or she was just on something. She was just like like, erratic. And I was, (laughs) you're like all over the place. I, (laughs) and so maybe I was reading that she was all over the place. And I was honestly not wanting to connect with her. So I just said, I'm sorry, but I can't read for you right now. I mean, I read for everyone else, you know, so like well. Like nobody's business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I have mentioned like drugs maybe like three times already. But it's, you know, that can impact your energy. And I feel like if she wasn't, if she was sober, it would have mm-hmm. happened. And I think it's actually a really good thing because... I don't know how she would have taken any messages in that state. Like it could have been her. So 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I think the person who comes for reading, they're making it happen too. So I kind of feel that meme or whatever that people say, it's kind of, it's important that you pay for these readings because you're respecting it. And with your money, you're valuing the actual thing. So they're actually making sure that this is going to be a thing of value and their guides are more ready to show up, quote unquote. But I feel that everybody who's come for an actual reading, it's, you know, something's always come up. Mm. Do a lot do a lot of the time or not a lot of the times, but do sometimes people come through for other for like because I'm thinking about us and not we're very fortunate at the time where not a lot of like our close relatives have passed. So I'm thinking like if we ever booked a session with a medium, I don't know if we would know the people that would come through. But I mean we do have, have you ever had somebody ancestors. Have you ever had somebody that hasn't necessarily lost anyone close to them or they don't know who the person is and who typically comes through for those people so i say medium in the sense of i'm translating messages with beings beyond the veil spirits beyond the veil communicating with them and when i say beyond the veil it's not just spirits of past loved ones so yeah there's a lot of people I guess because I do read for people who are like around our age. So like you guys, it's not really any people that they know. It could be their guides that are, Mm -hmm. you know, not even human or gods and goddesses, whatever. Um, And it still is validated to them, the messages, because most of these people that like I read for are, are psychics themselves, they're witches themselves. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's who I work with, whatever. So. Um, all sorts of beings come through. It's not just, you know, spirits of past loved ones. Gotcha. And when you say guides, who are like, are like, like guardian, like angels or like, what are someone's guides? Well, I would say guides are beings from beyond the veil who want to put you on a path, like your highest path. Um, and that if you open yourself up to, you can then ask them for assistance with things. That could be if you even want to ask them with um, assistance with wealth, a job, or it could just be with like, I have this question. Can you please help me? So um, I think there are some authors who have, I don't know if some have been open, but I know for sure there are some creative people who you could look up and they're like, oh, I actually am just channeling whoever, whoever. And that's like their guide that they go to when they're working on projects. Um, And then there's other people who are doing like money magic. And then they specifically work with a specific, you know, money God, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really just assistance in your everyday life. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I talked about this in our breakup episode where uh, I, f- I feel like s- certain moments happen in life where it's like a smack in the face. I feel like that's the universe telling you something. And if you feel like the universe has smacked you in the face, it's I think it might be like a spirit guide being like, come on, girl. Yeah. I had a spirit guide reading once a, a very long time ago now. I didn't know what spirit guide was. And my first question was, when you say spirit guide, are these people that I know? And the perfect response was no. Possibly you could have known them at some point. But a lot of the times it's not necessarily past loved ones mm-hmm. that you know, per se, which I thought was really interesting and very comforting. <laughs> There's a group of spirits or somethings out there mm-hmm. that it's like assigned to me. Yeah. That are helping me. It makes me feel comforted. Mm-hmm. 
not haunted. Yeah. <laughs> key. <laughs> yeah, key distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually one of my, like, I don't want to say, like, the job I want in my next life. Like, I'm like, when I die, this is honestly, I guess, like a goal is to be a goddess. If I'm not known as that, then when I go into the next life, I'm going to be assigned to be like spirit team helper. And that's what I do. I love that. Yeah. It like takes <laughs> life goals to a whole I know. New I was going to say like, you're you not, know what I mean? <laughs> screw the five year, 10 year plan. Yeah. <laughs> this is like my, what my, would you even call that? I don't know. My next life plan. My, my, <laughs> my like soul plan yeah you know what yeah. i mean i love that we'll be looking out for you girl <laughs> yeah do you ever find yourself afraid of dying or are you more at peace with the idea of dying i remember somebody asked a medium this one time and i was really interested in their answer because they are able to connect with people that have gone through it if you will and so i'd love to hear your thoughts on death yeah not at all i think um I was actually talking with a friend a long time ago, and she kind of shared a sentiment that I think other people might have when they find someone who's a medium or psychic or is just becoming like a psychic or medium, and they have these sort of fears that they're changing, I guess, because I think as a medium or a psychic, a lot of things you just don't really care about because you see the patterns. Even if you read tarot, you'll start to notice patterns. You'll start to notice, oh, this moment is you know, my world moment or my fool moment, you know? So life is so different the more you know and the more interactions you have. And as a channel and as a psychic medium, like you just realize death is really just the beginning or the end of a certain chapter. So for me, no, I probably invite it. Like I, I like think about it, like, okay, what am I going to do after I die from here? Like, where do I want? Like, I like think about it not a lot, but it's nothing like scary. I'm like mm-hmm. more excited, I could say, than other people. And I would like for my funeral to be sort of just like a party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, not at not at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm more afraid of living than actually dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone had once said that dying is just kind of like a transfer of energy, mm-hmm. which I thought was, yeah. kind of, was interesting and a, I think a good way of looking at it and for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually feel like I mean, I've changed so much like throughout my whole life where I feel like I've yeah. died so many times yeah. um, already. So I'm like, whatever, it's just going to be another death. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of feel like I'm never going to die only because like I have those moments where I'm like so in the now mm-hmm. where it's like time doesn't exist. I already ha- know this concept, you know, and have felt it. So it's mm-hmm. like once you kind of understand metaphysical truths in the sense of like you felt it then you just really realize that, like, death is not a thing. So Mm. it's just like, oh, okay. I think the only, I mean, who knows, but I would say probably the only, like, big difference between, well, that's probably untrue, but the big difference for us beings, like, still here on this planet is that we can't, we can't, some of us can't see them, can't see the people who have passed. There's a lot of media out there. So we have yeah. like the Long Island medium. We have the celebrity medium like Tyler, the Tyler guy, um, and so many other mystical shows. Are there shows that you would recommend? Do you believe the Long Island medium is is a true medium or Tyler? What do you yeah. recommend? What do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> um, well, I like um, – I haven't seen too much of Tyler Um, but I have watched, you know, I think multiple seasons of Long Island Medium. And there was a show that I can't recall right now where pretty much it 
was out like years and years before her show. And it's pretty much like the same format. And she would also like help to solve crimes, but it was like real person, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel that yes, it is real. Obviously for the point of a show, they have to edit it. So obviously like there is sometimes a tuning in or like, you know, it's not just like bada bing. I mean, I don't know her style, so it could be, but, um, Obviously, there's some edits here and there. I think because we're in America, this is kind of, it's not new because, you know, every couple of years you see an emergence of a lot of people interested in this. So like before it was people were so interested into seance and then, you know, witchcraft recently Mm -hmm. is so big on like social media. So I think we're sort of like at a disadvantage maybe in the in America because shows about mediums it's like people question it or they think of it as a novelty when really in other parts of the world like it's boring like it just is like it's not anything to be questioned it's like there are mediums there are psychics like it's not big whoop-de-woo you know there's no need to have a show um so I think it's real I think um I always like it it kind of brings me some peace with like the messages she brings because Mm -hmm. you know I, I like to watch people cry tears of joy. Yes. So <laughs> that's yes. kind of fun. So yeah, I like it. Um, I'm a big fan of like all teenage fantasy CW shows. Yeah. So I do enjoy like the medium shows, but I also really like, you know, the fantasy elements too that you find in a lot of teeny shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same. We uh yeah. we binge watch I don't know if you watched the Vampire Diaries but we watched the Vampire mm-hmm. Diaries yeah mm-hmm. we we binge watched that one last year around this time yeah that's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. did you watch the spinoff the, no the, the originals. originals yeah no, no we, we haven't. haven't watched that one yet okay. when, and whenever there's a spinoff of any show I find it hard I find there's it hard also, to there's commit. a spin there's no it's it's the originals and what's oh, it the oh, legends oh, yes and the something? legends like the the one where they're younger. Mm-hmm. Or, no, it's not when they're younger. It's, it's their off. Um, it's their. It's their kids. Yeah, Caroline's child, isn't There's it? Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all I go to no school. I had no idea that the legends were a spring of that. I just thought it was a random show. No. no yeah. And Alark's in it, and I think Caroline is in it a bit, a, a bit, not mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, but it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be Caroline's baby. Yeah. Who had a who had? Ba- I'm trying to remember. Caroline had the baby. Caroline. Caroline had a baby. Oh, wow. and Klaus's baby, I think. Oh, Klaus has yeah. A kid. Yep. Uh, good All shows. the things. Yeah. Good. All the good I like all the goods. <laughs> all right. I love how Netflix now has like a witchcraft genre. And I'm like, yes. It's it a nice thing. playlist. Yeah. Thank you. Um, something that we like to do with all of our guests is we, we do a segment called Peachy Clean. And we love it if you have like an embarrassing story or a funny story oh, or something like... <laughs> that you would like to come clean or get clean Ooh. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll be all peachy clean. <laughs> you know what? Clean. Okay. It's just very weird. And I don't know. Speaking on like, am I evil? Have we kind of talked about this? I have these weird <laughs> things where like, I don't know. Maybe I have like, an, I don't think I have an attachment, but it's like, I'll be talking with somebody who I like love, like a friend. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a voice for like that bitch. And I'm like, this is my friend. Like, mm. why am, I that? am I a horrible person? And I know it's not me because it's like a different voice. And I'm uh-huh. like, you get out of here. Uh, <laughs> is it, is it always with the same friend? 
No, it'll just be in general. I feel like maybe there's something with me that just like wants to be alone, but it's mm. not even like that other person is bothering me in any way whatsoever. It's just like this random, maybe I have like, what is it with people who have like Tourette's? Um, it's like a stick almost that's like a, inside my brain and I'll just like I tap I meditate and just randomly it'll just be like what a bitch and I'm like I don't understand what's happening yeah so, thank you guys for letting me voice that I'm thank of you. course yeah happy to be happy to be to here. create that space for you yeah <laughs> we I hope she calms we down hope, yeah she hopes she calms down yeah, thank you yeah. she calms down he calms down because <laughs> Well, you're peachy clean now. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Do you want to give a rundown of where people can find all of you. all of your platforms and where people mm-hmm. can find you? Sure. Uh, well, people can find me at magicandmediums.com, and there's links to all of my other stuff there. But um, I'm on YouTube, Instagram, um, as Magic and Mediums, and of course, Magic is spelled with a K. M A G I C K. There you go. Yes, and all of Anyel's links to all of her good things will be in the show notes below or in our in our in our show notes and all over our social media Mm -hmm. thank you so much peaches for um, coming back for another episode of let's talk peaches the podcast follow us on instagram at let's talk underscore peaches give us a review on apple podcast pretty please Mm -hmm. and subscribe to the newsletter and we will see you next week for another episode on mondays of let's talk peaches the podcast bye peaches (laughs) bye peaches Woo! Awesome. <laughs>